0: The following is a presentation of the New York Presbyterian Hudson Valley Hospital Center, a better place to get better. Welcome to the Health and Happiness Show with Casey, a weekly presentation with guests, ideas, information, and fun designed to improve your life from 100.7 WHUD.
1: Are you ready to shine on for the new year? Hi, it's Casey. And we've got a new moon coming up. A great time to set your intentions for the new year. Spiritual astrologer Dimitra Vasiliadis of Heaven to Earth Astrology invites you to join her for her New Moon Teleseminar, a delightful hour long phone call complete with guided meditation. It will help you plant the seeds of intention. And that's coming up January 9th. Get details at Heaven to Earth Astrology. Dot .com. Demetra has a full moon ceremony at the Open Center in the city on January 22nd at 8 p.m. heaven to earth astrology.com that's the one site you should bookmark. Demetra shares daily horoscopes and a revealing monthly column. So Demetra, here we are at the start of a new year and a new moon, and this is the time to write our intentions.
2: Absolutely cuz Capricorn the sign that presides over the new year is literally the sign of intention, of focused, powerful intention, okay. and also of husbanding your consciousness, your time, your energy toward a specific goal.
1: Well, how is an intention different than a dream, a wish, a goal? You know, how, how is it different?
2: Well, it's much more powerful. It carries the power of personal will. A wish is sort of throwing sort of a coin into the fountain and hoping something will occur. And intention is saying that with the power of my personality, my personal will, I'm intending to do something. It's like a focused beam. It's a wish on steroids backed by a commitment to actually do something to make the intention come true.
1: Got it. Okay. Now you have a special way to write intentions. Tell us about that.
2: Well, we write the intention uh, framed positively, um, beginning with the phrase, I easily find myself or I easily see myself. And this activates the power of the subconscious, which is the feminine part of our brain that we need to get on board, um, because if she's not on board, nothing gets accomplished. Mm -hmm. So if we give her beautiful, high nutritional, positive uh, framing of things, she understands that you know she can get to work building us and making those magical connections to have our intention materialize. All right Um, so the subconscious has to be on board and,
1: and we do that by saying what how would you positively phrase an intention?
2: I easily find myself organizing my office so that every single thing I need is at my fingertips and filed accurately. Okay
1: I easily find myself that's where yeah, I beginning.
2: easily find myself in excellent health. I easily find myself making three new business contacts a week. Okay. Um, I easily find myself inspired to write every morning from, you know, seven to nine.
1: Now, we're not only going to set intentions for the new year coming up, because that's always a good idea. Mm-hmm. We should set new intentions for every new moon, and we have one of those coming up, Yes.
2: Yes, we have the new moon coming up on the 9th of January, but this new moon, we will also be setting intentions and working on goal sheets for the year, because this is a really important time to set intentions for every area of your life. And first, you have to have a goal. We're in Capricorn, the sign of goals. This is the little mountain goat that gets to the top of the mountain, but in order to get to the top of the mountain, you have to know what your mountain is, you know, and then you have to have some sense of what it might take to climb it, because we need to have a balanced life you should have goals for your health and wellness goals for your creativity goals for pleasure goals for work achievement goals for finance and you know it is important to dream the dreaming part of our mind is that feminine mind to dream up new realities but this month we're going to talk about you know daring to plan (laughs) right You know, like having a dream is great, but then planning to achieve that. And it brings up fear. You know, what if I don't get it? What if I don't succeed? I mean, there can be a lot of fear of failure and fear of success. But we're going to encourage people to dare to dream and then dare to plan, which is putting a foundation under your dream.
1: So let's plan for our new moon coming up. When does that happen?
2: It happens on January 9th. Um, it will literally be, the new moon will happen at 8.31 p.m. This is when the new year energetically begins. You know, the clock changes on the 1st, but the new moon really begins and ushers in the new energy. So the 9th of January is when the, the real energetic new moon begins.
1: Right. So if I you, mean,
2: new year begins.
1: So if you don't write your intentions out, you know, for the new year on the 1st or the 31st, you can hop on uh, the January 9th energy train. And what kind of energy are we looking at this month for the new moon?
2: Well, it's a very interesting uh, chart. It's a lot about, well, it's Mercury retrograde, so it's a reflective, we're rethinking our executive function. Um, That's a really important piece. On January 5th, Mercury goes retrograde in Capricorn. So we're really rethinking what are we truly responsible to and for? How do we really want to approach business? How do we want to approach the whole executive function? Um, You know, do we need more balance in our lives? And the chart of the new moon is Virgo rising. So that's also about, you know, health and balance and the environment and how can we Uh, achieve success, but not at the expense of our health or the health of our planet. So it's going to be an interesting, and it's also a lot about creativity, the art of being an executive, uh, in addition to the skill. So, you know, it's going to be a very interesting, reflective time. We will be looking backwards before we really shoot forwards. This month, it's almost like the wind-up for the pitch for the rest of the year because of that Mercury retrograde.
1: All right, that's fine with me because I don't need to hit the ground running right now. <laughs> I really well. don't. I really need a rest <laughs> after all the holidays. So you're talking about this uh, new moon in Capricorn, and Capricorn is what did you—how did you phrase it? Our, our executive?
2: Yes, it's our executive function. This is the executive sign of the zodiac. It's the father as opposed to cancer, which is the mother. Um, it rules the the heights of career as opposed to the roots of home, family, ancestry. So the two signs are always connected. But Capricorn is really a lot about scaling the mountain of success. Okay. You know, what does that represent for you? What's your mountain? And how how would you get to the top of it? Does everybody have to have a mountain? Everybody has a mountain. I mean, life presents us with goals. Some people are really majoring in Capricorn in a huge way. I mean, corporate executives, the presidents of anything from the PTA to the USA. I mean, it is literally the executive suite and some people are born to be executives. Even if you have no planets in Capricorn, something represents your public persona. Uh, Everyone has a 10th house, the house that governs Capricorn, and everyone has Saturn. In their chart, absolutely, which is the planet, the ruler of Capricorn. And Saturn is a notoriously uncompromising planet. It demands a certain amount of you know hard work commitment Um, it repays us for all of our work and commitment but you know if you're not really being responsible it can you know it can be pretty brutal at times
1: okay so we're going to tap into the power of Capricorn and set some intentions about being in charge of our world or our mountain whatever that may be
2: what do we want to achieve in our life what are our real goals And also connect with our bliss when we think about our goals. Too many of us have had goals imposed on us from outside. But check in with your Cancerian belly barometer and ask yourself, what do you really love enough to clock in some time? Um, This is also a good month to look at your resources, your, your finances, your property, your material world, your time, and organize your life around achieving what is most important to you. I mean, a goal should really have something to do with what is a top priority for you, you know, so make sure that nobody has kind of conned you into spending all your time and your resources chasing something that's not really your bliss, Right.
1: I know. And I always think of, of people who are raising kids, their own, or their kids' kids or something, and sometimes people have to put their cherished goals on hold for a while.
2: That's also Capricorn. That's sacrifice. You know, this is the sacred... That, that's, you, you brought up like a whole other beautiful dimension of the sign, which is the most sacred aspect of Capricorn. Is It, it is the sign of sacrifice for the greater good. I often, uh, in January, when I write the monthly column, I often often talk about Martin Luther King, and I have been to the mountaintop, and longevity's, you know, not important. It's beautiful, but I may not get there. I mean, these are people who really, I mean, there is nothing that requires more sacrifice than raising a child or doing some other um, extraordinary act of service where you really come not first anymore. And that's Capricorn also. And those are things that develop true maturity and deep spirituality, which the sign, we don't often talk about it because it is so pegged as the executive sign, but it's one of the most potentially um, sacrificial spiritual signs.
1: You mentioned Martin Luther King. Who would be some other examples of this Capricornian way?
2: Well, Ben Franklin's a great one, and he's a fun, feisty uh, Capricorn. He would put his political stuff aside and go start a new business any he was running low on money. But he was very pragmatic, Big Ben. And, um, you know, he was, he was very concerned with his finances and his businesses, and he ran a newspaper. I mean, he had like four or five businesses, as well as being an inventor. But he was practical. This is a very practical sign. You know, heaven on earth is the kind of practical goal of Capricorn, and I often think the only difference between heaven and hell is one of administration. In hell, uh, administration is completely selfish. There's that old saying about, you know, people, somebody went to heaven and saw that there was food but the spoons were too big and nobody could feed themselves. And then they wound up in heaven five minutes later and it was the same exact setup but people were feeding each other. So, you know, Capricornians who are spiritual and evolved find beautiful ways of administrating the world so that we are aligned with charity and kindness and caring for all, caring for our resources and the elders and the children and the animals and the plants. You know, we definitely need some heavenly administrations um, helping us with the resources of our planet.
1: What could your intentions for this new moon in Capricorn sound like? We'll start there in just a minute.
0: This is the Health and Happiness Show with Casey on 100.7 WHUD. If you have a question or need more information about things you've heard on the show, email kcradio@gmail.com. at gmail.com. The Health and Happiness Show, information, fun, and inspiration.
1: does an award-winning Hudson Valley Hospital get even better? It teams up with the number one hospital in New York. Hudson Valley Hospital is now part of New York Presbyterian, and with our new name comes new possibilities. New York Presbyterian Hudson Valley Hospital now has expanded clinical services previously not available in the Hudson Valley, and easy access to the expertise and resources of New York Presbyterian in Manhattan. Visit nyp.org slash Hudson Valley to learn more about the amazing things happening
3: here Hi, it's Holly Shellowitz with your nourishing wisdom. Do you get hangry between meals? Nourishing snacks fuel your brain, keep blood sugar levels balanced and your mood steady, and they definitely take planning. Here are a few of my favorites. It's important that we have our snacks be mini meals, and ideally they contain some good quality fats and protein. So an apple, while it's delicious and crunchy and yummy, will serve you much better if you eat that with a few almonds or a few spoonfuls of almond butter. Guacamole and carrots and celery are an awesome snack. Hummus with sliced vegetables to dip into them, ideal. Whole milk, full fat, no sugar added yogurt with nuts and seeds and berries, beautiful snack. Be aware of protein bars that you think are healthy. They are usually loaded with lots of sugar and calories and very little nutrients. Be a smart snacker and read labels. Especially the ingredient listing, since ingredients are listed in the order of quantity. Visit nourishingwisdom.com for more snack ideas and recipes. This is Holly with your nourishing wisdom. Blessings on your day. Dad, we need
1: to talk.
0: <sighs> Can we just enjoy the drive?
1: If you're not going to listen to me, who will we listen to?
0: Jeffrey. <laughs> Marsha Gay Harden, what, what? Eyes on the road, Dad. What, 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 what are you doing? What, what are you, what are you, what are you doing in my back seat? How did you get in here? You're getting older. Not that old. Your brain's
1: changing. It's natural. Yeah, that's what I was saying, honey. I've got experience with this, Jeffrey. Brain health is all about making the most of your brain as you age and helping to reduce
2: some of the risks to your brain. Really?
0: Now that's interesting.
2: So, you'll talk to her about this, but not me. Marsha Gay Harden. Where did she go?
0: Learn what you can do to help keep your brain healthy at brainhealth.gov. Did she Did she, oh, she didn't say goodbye. I mean I would visit brainhealth.gov.
1: Hi, it's Casey. We're talking to spiritual astrologer Demetra Vasiliadis of Heaven to Earth Astrology. Dial into her new moon call on January 9th to work on intention setting for the year. Visit Heaven to to sign up. And join Demetra in New York City for a full moon ceremony January 22nd at the Open Center. But first, we have this new moon in Capricorn, and we're planning our intentions for that. What could they sound like?
2: I easily find myself aligning with my true professional holy work. I easily find myself connecting with the right people uh, to collaborate with to achieve my professional goals. I easily find myself getting my finances in order. I easily find myself using my time Effectively to support my goals. I easily find all fear of success miraculously dissolving and floating away into the ether. I easily find myself capable of directly and steadily climbing to, to my deepest professional and worldly bliss.
1: Wow. Now, after we write our personal intentions for this new moon in Capricorn, when the moon is very small and then we'll watch our intentions grow with power as the moon grows larger, how often should we check back with them? Are these something we should, you know, put on the fridge so we can see them every day? Or what do we do with our intentions once I we usually, write them?
2: I tuck them away and then see in a month or two or at the next new moon, you know, what what came true and what do I need to carry over because. There are some long-term goals that I write down month after month because they're going to take a while. Some of those Capricornian goals just don't happen in a month. They might not even happen in two years. So, you know, you take a look and see uh, where you're at. I would say once a month is good, but, you know, it's sort of like planting a seed. You don't have to keep uh, annoying it. Just let it grow. Trust that the feminine part of your mind is working hard for your success and happiness and just let her do her thing
1: wow so we're setting seeds of intention in our subconscious mind really right yep yep wonderful and because we're retrograde we're going to look back on some uh, things that need to be looked over again now what kind of things could that be
2: well that could be the way we approach our career the way that we've been using our time where our boundaries might have been getting sloppy have we been giving too much time away have we been not using our time to support our goals and our deepest desires have we been a doormat in some instances capricorn is a sign literally saturn is the ringed planet of boundaries so it will show us where that boundary needs to be Um, You know, do we have a goal that we need to further consider, you know, like, hmm, I want to achieve this, but how? How am I going to get there? You know, just sometimes reflecting and allowing that feminine part of your brain to just give you ideas. The moment you focus on something, all kinds of solutions begin to appear and bubble up out of the subconscious. So. It's a good month to really think about that, parenting too, you know, have a, do I need to be more structured with my children? Am I spending enough time with my children? Have, do I need to set better boundaries with, with my kids? You know, it's all about time and uh, to some degree discipline. And discipline is, you know, it's an interesting concept, like what do we really love enough to devote ourselves to? To be devoted to. You know, discipline shouldn't be a harsh thing that's imposed from the outside. You know, it's a good month to consider, what do I love enough to really clock in some hours on?
1: Right. So we don't push ahead during a mercury retrograde
2: Not really. We reflect, and, and, you know, it's a good time to get organized. I would set up a schedule, like really look at, at your time, and I would even dare to look at scheduling throughout the year. Look at 12 months ahead, even if you don't know exactly what you want to be doing. And, you know, I'm not one to actually do a lot of this. I plan month to month, but this This time around, I'm going to look at the entire year, because I'm finding the more I look ahead, even if I don't know what I'm doing, ideas occur to me. I start thinking in terms of what might I like to be doing in June. Right. What could be some good ideas for June? And if I want to do this, that, or the other project in six months, maybe I should be looking at the calendar six months ahead. Successful people plan. You Mm. know, success doesn't just fall out of the heavens. People plan for success. And they use that Capricornian substance, time, very effectively.
1: All right, so looking ahead
2: to 2016,
1: what else is coming up on the horizon? Any?
2: massive um, astrological events. Yes. Well, the big things, let's see, the big things that are coming up, some of them are already in play. Saturn and Jupiter are already in the signs that they're going to be in this year, and Saturn kind of governs the tenor of the time that we're in, the, the, the kind of foundation. So Saturn in Sagittarius is asking us all to you know, really look for cross-cultural wisdom, really be connecting with tribes and nations that are doing things right, and really um, follow the winners on this front. You know, the people who are administrating in ways that are really working and creating, you know, wonderful effects. You know, who is constellating peace? You know, who's doing sustainability? Um, This is a time for international cooperation like never before. It's also a great time for people uh, who are in broadcasting, publishing, really focus on their goals. Saturn is in the sign of the writer, the speaker, the teacher, the thinker. So this is a great year for, you know, getting your thoughts on paper, stepping up to the podium, the microphone, traveling, you know, learning the ways of other cultures, and also being open to other cultures. We're in the interspiritual age now, so, you know, many of us celebrate like 15 holidays Mm -hmm. (laughs) at Christmas time. Uh, Also, Jupiter, mighty Jupiter, is in uh, Virgo, and until uh, this September. So this is really a time of Earth consciousness, organic, clean, green sustainability, um, honoring the labor sector, uh, taking care of the details, the little things. The the entire planet is becoming health conscious these days. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's a big focus this year. And then in September, uh, Jupiter is going to move into Libra, and the massive focus will be changing to partnership. There's another huge aspect going on um, for much of the year, which is Saturn, the planet of reality, will be squaring Neptune, the planet of dreams. So we're really being asked, and actually, you know, we're coming around to it circuitously, but one of the um, themes for this new moon and this retrograde is how can we make our dreams a reality? How can we dream up beautiful, compassionate solutions? that create beauty here on Earth? Um, How can we implement wise um, traditions, both um, philosophical and perhaps even scientific, to bring about um, a beautiful order here on Earth that honors all these life forms and the unity of life? So this is a year to avoid sort of fantasy addiction, and instead really dream up things that can be achieved, you know, to be a realistic, practical dreamer this year is very important.
1: Ah, oh, sounds wonderful. Dimitra Vassiliadis, our guest, uh, she has a new moon call you might want to jump on January 9th, and you can find out more at heaven2earthastrology.com. And before we let you go, I just need you to explain to everyone, we usually start here, but now this time we'll end here, on how you see the universe and the planets.
2: Ah, Well, I see the universe as a conscious living being, actually, a living, conscious, ensouled universe, meaning that the basic building block of the universe is consciousness, not matter that's just dead and has no... um, no no consciousness, no soul, but I believe, and many people, indigenous people, spiritual people, and often religious people, you know, believe that the divine is everywhere, but I believe that the spirit is infused in all matters, so we're living in a conscious living universe, and we are single cells in a multi-celled organism, and the planets are very large cells that have correspondence, so as above, so below. They give us a beautiful dance that we're here to harmonize with, and You know, we see it in the beauty of the waxing and waning of the moon, the circadian rhythms of the earth that bear, you know, have huge influence on what happens here, including the tides, both within our body and in the ocean itself. So... Uh, we astrologers, many of us believe in a conscious living universe that we are beautiful team players and a part of. She is
1: something special and always gives me a new way to deepen my connection to this planet. Spiritual astrologer Dimitra Fasiliadis. Join her on the new moon call January 9th. Register at HeavenToEarthAstrology.com, And that's where you can catch your daily horoscope and her monthly column, too. Shine on for the new year. See you next week.
0: You've been listening to the Health and Happiness Show with Casey. The content of the Health and Happiness Show is intended for general information purposes only. The Health and Happiness Show is a presentation of the New York Presbyterian Hudson Valley Hospital Center. You can listen to previously broadcast shows online at caseyradio.com. Join Casey for another edition of the Health and Happiness Show next Sunday morning on 100.7 WHUD.